Welcome everyone to another episode of the Lance Curve Show. You know, we have so many ways of offering audio and verbal communication and conversations that I tend to sometimes forget that I can sit here with the good old microphone, just me and the microphone, and just vibe it out, just share a few uncensored thoughts. As you all know, we'll be coming off of the YouTube ban today, which is Tuesday. Um... Bottom line is we're going to keep the hardcore stuff on landscurve.com and we'll we'll kind of keep it mild there and just say, hey, you know, this show's over on YouTube. Come on over to the site. We can let it all hang out. This might not ever make it on YouTube because I have a few thoughts that I want to share and I don't think it's going to be too harsh, but I just want to be a little hardcore right now. I'm sitting by the computer. I'm relaxing a little bit. I'm switching around a few things on the website. I'm digging in deep and kind of tweaking and and polishing off a few things. So it's nothing big that I'm doing right now. Um, I was going to go and do a live, but I said, you know what? I had a long day, no sleep last night. I am going to sleep tonight really long and have a really great productive day. And I apologize for not having the traditional shows today, but I was out and about all over the place. Big shout out to the three brothers that reached out to me in the Accra Mall who watched the videos. The one brother from Germany, the other brother who is here and was very instrumental in bringing the Nation of Islam over to Ghana many years ago and selling the final calls and getting the word out there. He's a good friend of uh, Brother Akbar Muhammad and his daughter. And um, I'm vibing more and more with different people who kind of walk up to me and know me. And see, I never go anywhere anyway, so I don't get much of that. But when I do go out there amongst the crowds, it's a nice feeling, not for a narcissistic ego reason, but for the fact that you know that you're putting in the work when people constantly come up to you and thank you. And I thank you all. And for, the, for those of you who have yet to meet me, I'm a regular guy. I'm out here. Reach out to me. I don't care if I'm eating something and looking kind of intense because I always look intense anyway. Right. Well, anyway, let me just get on with the topic of what kind of crossed my mind and this is not going to be very long it's not going to be an hour but i wanted to get into those long hour cerebral rants that i would do about any particular topic and please if you want me to to cover a topic like say you know you want me to do something talk about something hit me up at landscurve.com lance at landscurve.com well landscurve.com is the site but hit me at lance at landscurve.com that's the official email okay and just shoot a topic to me and if it's something with what we cover you know don't ask me about uh you know the reading scores of second grade little white girls in omaha we're not covering that that's not what we do right so anyway i want to just say this are most in the conscious black community mentally ill conscious community conscious community you know i i should have proactively Hold up the word conscious because um, we throw this word around so much and so many that claim to be in this conscious community do some idiotic things. Okay, um, conscious, right? Just pulled it up. Aware of and responding to one's surroundings. Awake. Having knowledge of something. Aware. We are conscious of the extent of the problem painfully aware sensitive to 
He was very conscious of his, his appearance. <sighs> that word doesn't do it for me. It doesn't dig deep enough. You wake up, you're breathing, your blood circulating. You can think you're conscious enough to get up and walk to the kitchen and go in the fridge or prepare something, grab a shower and eat. That's conscious. But they infer that they who are in the black conscious community are a little deeper than other people. Right. Like, like, like they know a little more than other people. Like we're aware we are your leaders. We know more. But then you're fighting on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram with the very same people that call themselves conscious. So what the heck is going on? It doesn't take much to be conscious, people. So that's not anything really great to say. Aren't, aren't we all conscious? Look at the road. We have accidents. But for the most part, we're conscious to not get in an accident, right? I mean, you walk down the street. You put one foot in front of the other. You see a little kitten in front of you. You don't step on the kitten. You're conscious enough to walk away or walk around that kitten and so on and so forth. You're conscious enough to see that beautiful woman and try to get a phone number, right? You're conscious enough to do that. But is it that you're being ruled by your loins or you a slave to your loins? Is that consciousness? I don't think so. It takes a lot more, much, much more to be elevated just to say you're conscious. You could be conscious laying in the hospital bed. Doesn't mean you do anything great. Conscious community. Well, for the most part, I would say the majority of human beings on the world, in the world, are part of the conscious community. Because <laughs> if we see a if we see a pit in front of us, a pothole, do we just see it and walk into it? We're conscious enough to walk around it. You got to come up with a new word, people. That's not doing it enough. And you say you're part of the conscious community and you do some dumb ass things. It's crazy. That's why I never say don't look. I never say I'm part of the conscious community. Don't put that on me. That's not a part of what I do. But I'll tell you this much, right? <laughs> this unity talk, we've been doing it for too long. Unity. Let, let, let's look up the word unity. Give me a second. I should have had this kind of stuff prepared, but you know, I swing from the hip or shoot from the hip and swing from the shoulder. Okay, unity. Let's, let's, let's look at unity. Where is, um, what exactly is unity? Okay, let's, that's good enough. Let's drop down this thing. All of this speaking about unity technology. Okay, let's see if we get unity definition. Come on now. I'm not. Okay, definition and meaning. Here we go. Let's open this page up. It already has most of it anyway, so I'm just opening this page up. Unity, the state of being in full agreement. A sense of national unity. They have dealt with this issue with an impressive unity of purpose. They have joined together and shared the same purpose in dealing with this issue. Number two, a way of combining the parts in a work of art or literature so that they seem to belong together. I mean, even art can be arranged to appear that they belong together. And with most of us, as soon as we see one another, I mean, we can talk forever, right? And say things forever. But I mean... What's the deal with 
actually working together as parts to bring about a greater whole. What about that? I don't understand it. Like I said, you know, we've been talking this unity talk for too long, yet we display the opposite feeling. We don't want to be unified because we're embedded in our mind with this mental sickness, mental illness, y'all. Mental illness, the most of us because of our dealings on this planet that is so twisted away from what it is and what we've been taught and what was inflicted on us and what was beaten us. And even for those of us who it wasn't beat into, we readily absorb it because we have no balls. We don't want to swim against the current. We want to, you know, go along to get along. We talk revolution, but we want to go along to get along. We want our creature comforts. We don't want to be uncomfortable because unity for us with our mental illness is very uncomfortable because we have to fight against ourselves because we don't want to really do that. We don't. And if we did after all of these years, how long has Martin Luther King's body and Malcolm X's body? I'm not putting them in the same category now. I'm just using this as a time example. How long have their bodies been cold? And what have we done overall? There are some wonderful things that we've done. Yes. But is it the norm? And did it last without chaos? On a scale of one to 100. And this is something I'm asking of you to place in the comment section on a scale of one to 100. Where were we in the 60s when Malcolm X was alive? Okay, where were we? Were we 95? Were we 85? Were we 65? Were we 72% unified? Just an overall figure because you're not going to get it perfect. But just an overall figure. What were we? Okay, now. You know where I'm going with this. Where are we now as far as our unity? We're done. All these years, and we're still talking about, I'm the conscious community. Malcolm X never said that. He just went out and did the damn thing. Where are those of us who are just out there doing the damn thing, not looking for notoriety, not looking for fame, not looking for the handshakes, not looking for the free meals and the trips to go speak up on the podium like you are the one? Nigga, please. Sorry for saying that. For real. And you see, we have a warped sense of time. A warped sense of time. We are moving like we have forever. I mean, in our own personal lives, in a sense, if we pass on the righteous traits to our young ones, to our offspring, to the younger people around us, we'll be okay because we're thinking beyond our generation. But we can't get it right within our generation. We've even regressed. We got so caught up in ourselves that we forgot about our children. What about them? Who do we pass the, 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 the banner on to? Or baton, a banner. I'm thinking about a banner on, and graphics. I'm sitting here doing graphics, right? So excuse me for these little mental farts, mental slips. But who do we pass the banner on to? There was a meme that I saw. And it basically said, it was a picture of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. 
And people will say he's not honorable because his penis got hard and, and, and impregnated some women. I understand that. But a lot of us who claim to be honorable are just, we're just hitting it left and right in the shadows and nobody knows until it comes out. So please, it's not like you went around killing people. All right. But there was a meme on Instagram and I found it quite interesting. And it basically said that we're not listening. But the Koreans and Chinese and, and, and Indians and Germans and even white folks are more practitioners. And this is, these are my words, more practitioners of those words of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as far as unity is concerned. Working together, doing for self as a race of people, as a nation of people. Seems like they're the ones only listening to it because they're the ones doing the damn thing and they're not walking around in a soapbox talking about, we need to unify, we need to be unified. No, they're not doing it. They're just doing it. They're just doing it. And you know what? More power to them because they're showing that the righteous principles work. But we're not doing that. So what the hell is wrong with us? What is really wrong with us? We have a warped sense of time like that's always stuck in. You remember the old 45 RPM records, the wax and the 33 and the third RPM uh, records on wax, the disc. If you remember that, you're telling your age. Most here probably won't remember it as far as using it, but they'll see pictures and old movies. Like, OK, that's how you all listen to the music. And it was exposed to how you handled it. So if you ate potato chips with grease on your hand, and you held the grooves of that record, it's not gonna sound the same because it was exposed. You had to hold it on the edges and you had to make sure the dust was not on it and you had to put, the, put it in the record covers and put it back in the album, the cardboard album cover and still things are gonna float down on it like dust on a table and mess it up. But that's the way it was back in the day. You see, now we got digital music now we have all these different things that sound better. See, back in the day before we had these modern amenities, we had to do things the hard way. We didn't have the ability to FaceTime somebody. We didn't have the ability to send a text message to somebody. We didn't have any of those things. But guess what? The righteous word got out and the unity that we had was more powerful than any so-called unity that seems to be reality because we don't have unity right now. We go in these meetings, we have meetings after meetings after meetings and we have appearances and we have these different things, conventions and all these groups and you got to pay fees. We got, we're going to meet together and do this. And I call this. <laughs> Y'all know this is what I call them. Nigger federations. They may, they may go by different names. And I'm being harsh in my language because me more than anyone else, I would love to see us get together. I would love to see us unify. But I am sick and damn tired. It's 2022. 2022. How many people were alive or alive now from the last time there was a 22? 1922. There's some, but not too many. And this 22 that we have now, most of us are not going to see the next one. But in the course of the last 50 years, 
for those who lived a little longer than the 50 year mark. Look how things have regressed since that time when we seem to be getting some momentum. Yes, I know the drugs were poured into the neighborhoods. Yes, I know the feminist movement put things in the heads of the sisters and turned them against us. And then there are things that turned us against our own sisters. The black community and family is under attack. We understand that. We understand Memorandum 46 that we can't really think about our motherland so much. They're working hard against us. They're not teaching us the righteous history. They're not teaching us right, righteous principles of us unifying globally wherever we are. See, they spread us even more so around. Yes, we're, we're, we're people, the original people of the planet. The whole planet belongs to us. But in that time, they spread us all around. We're everywhere. Imagine if we unify Imagine if we did or thought like Brother Leo did or said, not did because he's here with us, but said we should switch it around. Don't say African-American, say American-African. So if you're in Brazil, you're not a, 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 how would you say it? Well, you'll say Brazilian-African. African comes last, not comes last in your heart. And as far as your unity is concerned, that you're supposed to have. But it comes last like a last name that unifies. That unifies people all over the world. But they don't want that. They want us speaking many languages and we can't understand it. I don't mean just the spoken word. They don't want us together. We're too powerful. That's why their main goal is to wipe us off the face of the earth. And they're working hard because we're a threat. We don't have a recessive genes. We're dominant. They're causing our men to want to be women. And check this out. Atrazine. That fertilizer that they've used in California, uh, uh, Florida, Texas, more than any other part of the country. Those, those southernmost states. And, and a few others. Not just that, but it's been found to turn a male frog into a female frog with eggs. I come here and I go down to the Medina market and most of the fertilizers contain atrazine. It's a long term attack on African people here in Ghana, and I'm quite sure it's going on other places. They want to biochemically <laughs> destroy us. But we call our self-conscious community dumbass fools. There are things going on so subtle. All of these different things that they have as far as the juices that are here. We have the perfect soil, the best soil here in the world. And we can grow our own stuff and get our own juices. But you have these packaged juices that come from other countries. High fructose corn syrup. You don't need that. That's the precursor to obesity. And it's in a pretty package with pictures of fruit on it. And so many Africans over here are buying it up. Walking past the fruit that's hanging on the tree in the best soil in the world with the best sun in the world. How foolish we are. We're foolish. But we have such a warped sense of time because all of us believe that we're going to live forever. And all of us believe and not all of us, but most of us have this thing in our head. The Lord going to come and save me. And I don't see anybody else waiting on the Lord. What most of us are, we are waiting on the white man. Who projects himself out there in the form of the white Jesus? 
And anytime we see any white man come around, he must be the answer. He must know more than me. He must be better than me. He must be able to help us get it together. Well, we come from the best. But since you weren't taught that in their schools, guess what? You don't think that you're the best. You automatically bow in a submissive way. Even if it's not super visible, it's in your heart. When they come around and start tap dancing because the white people coming around. And you as a black person who just doesn't know who you are, you're not even conscious. You come against those who speak the truth because it's your job to make the white people feel comfortable and you're not supposed to make them feel uncomfortable because that's the biggest sin. But you can call your woman a bitch and a hoe and you get some white woman who wants to use you for your penis or use you for your precious sperm to have a mulatto baby. You know, they don't call it that no more. They call it biracial. They make it seem so nice of a package. It used to be the one drop rule. If you got a one one drop of black blood in you and you're white, you're a nigger. But now it's biracial. It takes the sting off of it. But the plan now is to mix with us so they can find themselves with strength in DNA. Because they know that ours is the strongest. But they're taking us off in these substances and we're not even aware of it. They're encouraging you, sisters, to get hysterectomies. But where are they taking your wombs? But at the same time, you have men who desire one day to have children. They can't manufacture a womb, but they can damn sure preserve it and experiment with it and shove it up in the guts of some white man to plop out a black baby. You mark my words. It may not even happen in a lifetime, but you know what? I think it will. We have a warped sense of time. We don't know what time it is. Time is going on and we're talking, oh, we need to wake up. We need you. No, half your damn fools are asleep and you're never going to make it because you don't wake up. I'm not even saying to wake up. Don't even put that on me. I know half y'all ain't going to wake up. Most of y'all ain't going to wake up. And when the nigger federations get together and they speak their good words, half of them ain't, half of y'all are asleep. I realize that now. The games and the egos, narcissism, all this stuff as we sit up and say pretty words. That's why I don't, I don't deal with that. It, I got over here and I'm like, click, I ain't dealing no more. I thought I'd see something different over here. I came out here and saw the same crap that I saw in the United States. The same stuff. I've used the analogy before. It's just like when a person who's in a roach infested apartment finally moves out to an apartment that has no roaches. And they're so happy until they start to see the roaches come out. And they say, wait a second. Everybody who lives here says there's no roaches. What happened? You brought your old roaches from the old roach infested apartment in those boxes and they came here like slaves on the slave ship. And when you went to sleep and they came crawling out, ooh, this is our new home. See, roaches love to violate. If it's clean, they're going to look for a reason to be there. You got to wipe the water out the sink. You got to make sure to clean the bottom of the garbage cans. You got to make sure that, you know, you got to understand a little tiny crumb. It's like golden corral to them, all you can eat. 
And for those who don't know Golden Corral, that's a restaurant in the United States, and it's an all-you-can-eat joint. You pay one price, and you can eat as much food as you like. And you see some really obese people there. And we're obese with ignorance. But the ego has to be slayed in us because we're not going to unify ever as long as we have that poison in us and the poison thinking and the rank and file. I'm part of this sorority. I have this secret handshake and this one doesn't. I'm going to act and talk like I'm for black unity, but I'm going to prostitute the people just like those oppressors prostituted us. That's your game. Then you get mad at Lance Scurf for not wanting to come around you. Hey, I'm doing my own thing because I'm not going to get played into that where I'm disappointed and give wholeheartedly of myself. No, I don't do nigger federations. I'm sorry. And I'm not really sorry. I'm just saying it just to be sarcastic. I've given of myself for so many decades in this thing and generally in life because as of 2022 I've been working hard online for 21 years most mortgages are 30 years some having 15 some having 20 some having listen some jobs maybe 25 30 years but there's a lot of jobs that you retire after 20 years I did this for 20 years y'all <laughs> I ain't making no money made a little here and there it spiked and then dropped back down again. Because I'm not really doing this for money. Oh, yes, I do need the support. This platform does need the support. But initially in my heart, this is how I've always been. Anybody who knows me, I may not have known as much then as I know now, but my spirit has always been this. I may have gone up road slightly before I realized, no, 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 this is not the right road to go up. Let me back up and go up the right road. Make another choice. Because even little old me can have a little bit of influence on a person's mind. Not much, but you'll consider some of the things that I've said. But we've been talking unity for too long and we have a damn warped sense of time. And this is another pet peeve that I have with the so-called conscious community. Everyone wants to lead, but no one wants to listen. Everybody can't be the head. Somebody got to be the foot. Somebody got to be the knee. Somebody got to be the arm and the hand. But nobody wants to do that. See, we get in these organizations and act like we're going to be the hand and the foot and the knee. But when it comes down to it, we're envious of those who are on the podium. We're envious of those who have platforms. I need to be the helm of that platform. And if I'm not, I'm going to run around and tell everybody how that platform is going to die because I'm not there. Sick people who can't even get their goddamn lives together want to be a YouTuber. Ain't no money in this. Oh, yeah, for some, if I was baking, you know, uh, uh, cookies and had a skirt on and with some makeup on and a blonde wig as a black man. Oh, they'd love us. Oh, the rainbow. Oh, we love you so much. You represent the future because now you've rendered your penis and your balls useless. But you can bake wonderful cookies. Let's have them go on The View uh, one morning, on the talk show The View. Let them do the circulation. Let's put them in a little movie role. Because he represents what we want black men to be, not a threat. And like I said, there's no life up in no man's asshole. 
And as long as we pump our scum up inside another man's ass, they're cool with us. But we don't have scum for our sisters. We have seed. Those of us who know where to place it. Those of us who know where to place it so that we can have children. We can raise up to be wonderful individuals who are very mature and, and, and socially upright to build a community, to build family, the very things your oppressor is against. Yeah, they'll throw you some food stamps. They'll throw you some wick. They'll let you live in a Section 8 joint. But they must have you hate the black man. And they're going to have you so delusional that while you're getting all of this aid from the government, I'm talking about America now, I don't know how it is in the UK. Maybe this is equivalent. Please let me know in the comment section. <laughs> She's going to turn around. I'm independent. I don't need no man. Well, the state is your daddy and you are not doing it on your own. That is the epitome of being delusional. So you plop out kid after kid because you know the state got your back. And you demonize your man. And fellas, listen, we've allowed ourselves to become the boogeyman. Not all of us. They're wonderful black men out here. Lots of them. More than what we can know. But they'll never showcase it on the media. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry for my profanity earlier. I can't help it. Go to landscurve.com to see everything hardcore that we're doing. We're going to amp it up a bit. We're always going to broadcast there on shows. We'll be on YouTube and be polite and nice. And I ain't tap dancing now. I'm only on YouTube now to bring people over to landscurve.com. If you want to help, put the word out. You don't even have to. Well, yeah, you need to hit them buttons, the like button. And, and if you see us on social media, share it. But when you're sitting down in the break room of the oppressor's job, Say, hey, brother, go on and check this site out. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Just say it. Lancegurve.com. Get the spelling right. Look at it and tell them. Because we're going to have some really phenomenal people there. And this is why I really have been doing many interviews and different things and sometimes missing a show here and there. Because brother man been under the hood of the site to make it operate in an optimal level. And pretty much be one of the best black websites on the internet. Who's not compromised and not afraid. There are other ones out there now. I'm not competing with nobody. I said one of the best. Because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. See, I don't go around talking about, oh, yes, the only cop is a dead cop. And so, and when something jump off, I'm running to the cops. <laughs> You'd be surprised. The people who call cops who act so tough. <laughs> if you only knew but when they're at the podium or on the, on the youtube or yes i i hate cops i don't pfft. some of these cops around you brother don't even need as much toilet paper you so far your nose is far up and they backside and they behind cleaning them out that they don't even need the way and i can hear them now hey bill we don't have to use this uh much toilet paper since this fellow's been around but isn't he a pro-black Conscious community guy? Yeah, well, you know, they're all fake. They just want attention because they ain't get no hugs when they were younger. Whatever it is, maybe you did. I don't know. But something happened in your childhood to make you twisted like you are right now. There's too many of us. And most of the time with anything that's wrong with us as an adult, it's something in our childhood. Nine times out of ten. Ain't that something? But it's not rocket science. 
It had to start. When you put concrete down and the, the, the concrete mold is soft and you step in it. Well, guess what? Unless somebody comes behind you and smooths it out, guess what? It's going to stay that way. Now, it doesn't have to with therapy. And if you catch it early enough, you can smooth it out. But if you've been walking around here 20, 30, 40 years with these twisted idiosyncrasies that makes you see the world in a certain way, it's harder to come out of. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's like the dog, the stray dog that somehow got run over by a car and the leg was broke and they walked with a limp, painful, lifted up one leg and hopping around. Guess what? That leg is going to heal and it's going to heal crooked. It's not going to heal straight. And you're going to learn to walk on a crooked leg and that becomes normalcy for you. And then when it's time to break that leg again and reset it, for some, it's a hard thing to go through. I'm still using the example of the dog. The dog would rather walk crooked than have that leg broken again. And some of us are so twisted in our thinking, severe dysfunctions, psychosis, all kind of things going on in our head. And we've learned to walk crooked and accept the twisted view of reality as normalcy. And we don't want to break away from that way of thinking because we've been doing it for so long. Isn't that sick? At the same time, with all these dysfunctions, seeing the world crooked and twisted with our broken leg symbolically. We're not talking about an actual leg. We're talking about a mentality and a mindset. That we still want to be the one to lead. We still want to be the one to get up on the podium and speak usually plagiarized words of someone else and you rearrange it. You know, there's a way to plagiarize. You look at the book, you look at the paragraph and you copy it and you twist it around. Even teachers in school taught us that. No, I don't want to do that. I want to come out from the hip, from the heart and swing hard. From me, I don't want to use nobody else's words. I've lived life enough where I know what it is that I see and I'm going to speak it. But too many of us are afraid. We're scared. They're afraid. And that leads me to my, my next point. Too many of us are afraid to catch the first bullet. We talk revolution, but we're afraid to sacrifice our life on the spot. Life is precious. Life needs to be preserved. But all of our lives need to be preserved. We walk around here talking about black lives matter. It's like we're almost begging. Please, I matter. Please don't look at me like I'm less. I matter. Please, massa. We matter. No, I know I matter. <laughs> you all, the pink parasite, the oppressor, you don't even deserve to be here. I'm going to tell you I matter. I'm going to tell that reduced dog DNA having entity that I matter. When time and time again, they've proven themselves. Now for a time, there might be appearing to be someone who may be an exception to the rule. If you bring in good information, we're going to talk because I'm going to bring it back to my people. But when it's time to draw the line in the sand, I know what time it is. I know what side you're going to choose. I'm not mad at you. Blue Jays and Red Sparrows, they're not made to really fly together. They know they're birds, 
They can say, we're all birds. But at the end of the day, the blue jay is not going to hang out with the red sparrow. Maybe they will if the birds nest to sip the same water. But they have characteristics that are unique unto themselves. They have their own culture. They have their own way of doing things. They fly together and they're happy with each other. Why are we the ones who buy that malarkey about the come by our moment when everybody else is making sure to fly with their own? What is it in us? But again, why are we afraid to catch the first bullet? If your oppressor threatens you, even with a nuclear bomb, we're going to blow up every black person with a nuclear bomb. Well, then he just better blow up the whole world because we everywhere. We everywhere. We are everywhere. We have great numbers. Oh, man. Have you forgot? You think, but see, you know what? We think a certain way. We're so divided up. I am a Christian. And then within the Christian community, I am a Baptist. I am a Methodist. I'm an African uh, 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 Episcopalian, whatever. Come on, I'm Pentecostal. Many years ago, I found that there were 253 different sects of Christianity. And I'm not talking about 253 different get busy positions in sex. I meant S-E-C-T-S. Sex. And guess what? I'm willing to bet that number is well over 300 approaching 400. Because even in that, there's no unity. Where are we unified? In our lower state, we're unified in, in, in a pursuit of hedonism, the pursuit of a hedonistic, pleasure-filled life. Hey, man, let's get together. We all going to get hooked up tonight. And y'all are just a happy camper until that liquor hits you. And you see a young lady that you all want, and now you're going to try to do the one-man upmanship and end up busting the cap in somebody or even fighting somebody or whatever have you. You'll get together in unity for decadence, but we never get together in unity for proper things and yes certain things happen certain smaller things happen and certain sometimes large things happen but how long does it last show me effective aggression just don't show me aggression saying you're moving towards something because if i was a boxer in the corner before the bell rang i can swing for the hills man he's swinging hard he looked good he was in the gym hitting that heavy bag so but the heavy bag don't hit back and i'm not close enough to the opponent because I won't get hit back. I'll pose all day long and look menacing and get to the center ring and swing and miss. You don't get points like that. You get points for effective aggression. Just the same way you're, you're as good as what you digest. You can eat all the great foods that you want, but if you're not digesting it into your system, those precious, powerful, natural nutrients, it means nothing. You might as well just starve yourself. So we got to get ourselves right. Everyone wants to lead, but no one wants to listen. No one wants to catch that first bullet. We talk smack right up into the time. It's time to throw down and then we run. You have one person with a gun that may have six bullets that may have 15 bullets in it. Oh, hell, you might be a couple of million of y'all. Standing up and there's one machine gun that's going to kill off a whole lot of people. But guess what? Somebody has to be sacrificed. And those who come behind you after the chambers are emptied are going to charge that person and do business with them. <laughs> but it shouldn't have to be that way. We can execute effective aggression. 
I'm not saying to not lay a hand. No, they lay a hand on you. You wipe them off the face of the earth. But yet we have so much of our conscious community. Well, hell, Frankenstein was conscious. You know, Frankenstein. The Frankenstein monster. He was conscious enough. I mean, it was uh, 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 fiction. But was it really? We're no different than him. Frankenstein had more sense than daggone us. He was conscious. What did he do? Walk around and menace people. He's a monster. And we've become monsters. We, we don't execute effective aggression. We show no unity. Yes, we are from all over the world. Many nations, every nation that's out there got some of us. We understand that. Many of us speak different languages. We understand that. Many of us have different favorite foods and cultures and music. We understand that. But can we look past that? Then we have the religious aspect. Huh. Then we have the political affiliations that are not doing anything for us. And then we have these schools that breed these secret sororities and secret handshakes. And we still feel above because we've been granted some indoctrination. I didn't say education. I didn't say, look, you're intelligent or you're not. I've seen dogs with as much, as much, just as much or more intelligence in their eyes when I look at them and they can read me than some of these who have letters and degrees behind their name. And they're working on a basic level and they get butt hurt when they don't get chosen for a position in somebody else's system. They get butt hurt when they don't get a long, the longest applause over the next speaker. What a basic level you're on. You ain't going to see me. See, the thing I do, I was well established before I even came over here to Motherland. And I'm loving my time in it. But I can't hang with people who moved over here and brought the roaches in their box. In their boxes. How you going to come over here and put on Kenty cloth and, and, and act so righteous when you got the same old hang-ups? The Motherland can't touch you. It can't get through that exoskeleton. It can't get through that thick membrane of dysfunction that you still wear so well. You wear it well. Doom, 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 doom. You wear it well. You wear it well. Old song. I think Stargard made that back in uh, 1979. Coming home from high school, I used to hear it and I loved that. I always come on when I would come around. Parsons Boulevard or Sutton Boulevard some store would have it blasting the radios always played certain music at the same time so that's why I was sticking my head in a, and I'd associate it with certain places places and times long gone but they're very much alive in my head and see I gotta I gotta see see to some people I'm a problem they don't say challenge because they say problem like I say problem you need to stop saying problem problem is a heavy word I got a problem make you want to sit down and don't do nothing because it's so heavy you got problems I don't have no damn problems I got challenges I'm a champion I surmount the challenge and I'm gonna say it over and over and over again I have a challenge it's a call call to action are you challenging me oh right watch this you tell me what I can't do watch this you think you pulled a rug from under my feet, my feet? Watch how great I am. Sit back in amazement and understand the depth that's inside of me, how bad I really am. See, I come from an era and a people and a household that wired me for this. Muhammad Ali was underestimated greatly before he fought Sonny Liston. I understand. But they didn't know what they were dealing with. 
Now you messed around with the bees nest too much now. Now all the bees are flying and you running. Don't run. Sit here and take it. Sit here and watch me rise. Please. It's not cocky. See, anybody shows a little confidence around you. Oh, you think you all that? But yet, still, you go and you pray. You pray to a God that's supposed to be the greatest, biggest, baddest entity in the universe. And you mad at me because I have a modicum of confidence. And as much as you say, oh, how are you doing, brother? How are you doing, sister? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Highly, highly favored how? When you're sitting on your fat ass hating your neighbor. Hating somebody who is out there looking to do something constructive in the community. And you just peeping from behind, rolling your eyes. What the hell? No, I can't do nigger federations. I will not. I refuse. These last few years in my life, decades or whatever, if it's two days, uh, two years, 20 years, 50 more years, whatever it may be. I have learned the hard way in life. From members or non-members who were members and didn't know it of the nigger federation. No, the conscious community. No. If along the way I see somebody who is traveling down the same road, has the same mindset, it could be two or three people. It could be one. It could be none. I'm going to forge my path and move ahead and be honest with myself on past misjudgments every day, attempt to ascend to a new level and succeed at doing it, looking within, cleaning the roaches out of my boxes so I'm not bringing the roaches anywhere I go. Some people carry a box of roaches through their whole life. Wherever they go, they're dropping roaches. And people are like, oh, my God, roaches. Who brought them? And then when they find out it's problems. And the funny thing is everybody that I know or most people that I know that claim to be in the conscious community have boxes of roaches that they just didn't leave behind. Pack your bags right before you come to the motherland. Frauds are in abundance here and all over the world because we're not about real unity, real action, effective aggression. I've conquered myself time and time again, reinvented myself time and time again, and never lost one bit of the fire that burns in my spirit. I'm older and I see myself getting older every day. That's okay. As you get old, if you do everything in that phase of your life that you're supposed to do, age should not scare you. You'll earn your gray hair. You'll earn your wrinkles if you get it. And there's ways to not get that if you eat right and do it right and keep a right mindset, a right mentality. Because even when you eat perfect, you will age and shrivel up like an evil looking prune because your spirit is not right. So I have no time to babysit grown ass people who should know. But what I will do is encourage the youth who are willing to learn whatever it is that I know, whatever it is that I have, I'll give it to you. I'm not saying this to claim like I know everything and I want to be up on the podium. No, I'm a student and I'm a servant. That's all I am. But I'm a mighty student and a mighty servant because you know what? I ain't afraid to catch that first bullet. I'm not looking to get up on the podium and run my mouth to other people and just try to sound good. I will drop these blogs. I will drop the artwork. I'll drop the audio and I damn sure will always do the videos. But when it's time to shut up, when somebody knows more than me, I will listen. 
I don't have a warped sense of time. I know every day is a gift. I know every day was made so that I can do something to build my legacy, not just for me, but for the people who come behind me, who may not even know me. They say, I like listening to that guy. Uh, wh wh when did he make that? Oh, he made that 200 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. And I'm not just one who wants to lead and never listen. We are a crew. We are a team. We're, 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 we're an army. We're a nation. But the fact of the matter is, and this is my last point, is that our enemy already knows that you're fried and cooked. You're fried and cooked and well done. So he can sit back and do whatever it is that he wants to do. And it doesn't take much to keep the ball rolling. We are caught up in a maze of deception. We are born here and I feel that it takes us a little longer to figure things out when we were born in the belly of the beast. We're even worse off. And a lot of us can't face it when we finally wake up. We just don't want to do it anymore. Oh my God, we're too far gone. So, so. I never said I quit. I just said I'm not going to pull the weight of those who want to ride your coattails or destroy you because they don't have your skills to produce what it is that you produce and do. I'm not envious of anybody else's abilities and skills because when I see a sister and I see a brother who is highly skilled in a different area of expertise other than mine, I say yes, thank the creator. You know why I'm different that way? Because I see us as being on the same team. The foot should not be jealous of the hand. The knee should be not, not be jealous of the elbow. Huh? We're all one team, one body. And that's what these nigger federations can't understand. So many of us as black people worldwide, stolen Africans, melanated people, copper-colored people, with hair that stands up and absorbs the sun while others' hair fall down like overcooked limp noodles that you don't want to eat because it's all mush now and you end up throwing it in the garbage. I'm a servant. And that's what I've been made for and that's what I'll always be. And that's where I get my greatest joy. You see how quiet it is? There's a couple windows open. There might be a truck or two that might pass by. Maybe you heard one. I don't know. I was so into what I was saying. I didn't listen. It's past midnight while I talk. And this is a quiet place with a different vibration. But there are roaches walking around. <laughs> there are people with hangups walking around. Who want to attach themselves to your energy when it's a pure burning energy. Or they want to snuff it out because they can't keep up with you. And they're jealous of that. Well, just get ready to be more or just don't come around me. And just don't go around those who outdo you because their intentions are pure. Pure fuel is the best burning fuel. When your fuel is tainted, it taints your whole mechanism. If you put the wrong oil in your engine, you'll destroy that engine. 
But you all don't do your oil change right. You don't make sure to do your tune-up right to clean out and cleanse and get rid of the hate, get rid of the narcissism, get rid of the ego, get rid of all these things that taint the system. Even when you're well-educated and can speak well, these things pop up inside of you, ego and the narcissism and wanting to control everybody and wanting to be the only one talking. Everybody must listen to me. I'm exempt. I'm your leader. Leader? Like I said, half of these so-called wannabe leaders have no training, have no experience. They, they're just YouTubers. Oh, this one said this, but they only have a uh, uh, hundred subscribers. So if I get out there and say the same thing, I have more notoriety. It'll be taken as me being a great man. Get the hell out of here. Little carbon copy fools. Carbon copy all you want to. Lance Curve is an original, and I'm going to be me. And like I said, on LanceCurve.com, we're going to be going deep. We're going to be going real deep. And it's going to be uncensored even more so. So when you don't see me, when I'm banned, it'll happen again on YouTube, and they shut you down or on Facebook or on Twitter. They ain't shutting nothing down on LanceCurve.com. You come there, you're going to see not only me, but so many other people who have things to say in the written word, the videos, the interviews, street videos, we're just going to keep on going. And for those of us who are really about it, it will be a source of inspiration to keep on putting one foot in front of the other in this revolution that will never stop until I take my last breath and I reinvent myself and be sent back or the spirit that's in me is going to be inherited in somebody else and they're going to keep on going. So it's never really going to stop. We just change forms. You know that. Energy is never created or destroyed. It just changes forms. If I can come back as a ghost, I'll be haunting the hell out of some of these. Not only the uh, not only the ones who have oppressed us, but the coons too. So go to landscurve.com and hit the merchandise tab. Or where you see the t-shirt t-shirts on the right hand side, scroll down a little bit, and look at the certified coon hunter hoodie and t-shirt. It's a good price. It's warm. It's cold out there, up there in the north in New, York, in New York and all the north of America and other places. Wear it. Put some fear in the coons. <laughs> that nigga crazy. He talking, about, he, he talking like, yeah, I'm talking like that because I live like that. I took the blows. That's right. Regrets. I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. <laughs> I did what I had to do and saw it through <laughs> without exemption. <laughs> that's Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he's a white man. But that's a hell of a song because you know what? Every step of the way, I never had to kiss nobody's behind. Every step of the way. And I've had to suffer or been made to suffer. And there, I, it wasn't suffering. It made me tougher. And at the end of the day, I did it my way. At the end of your day, are you doing it that way? Don't be mad at me for being my own person to listen to the vibrations and the downloads from the creator on what to do with my ability. It's not for all of us to be in the middle of the ring throwing punches. Maybe we need to be a little more technical and be bad that way. Maybe we need to be motivators and be bad that way. Maybe we need to raise our kids a certain way and be bad that way to bring up an army. The hand, the foot, the arm, the shoulder, the neck, the brain, the eyes. We're one body. And I'm going to say it like this. Instead of talking revolution and talking unity, 
Why don't we just damn be unity? Lance Gerval, let me hear from you. Leave your comments below. Peace. Baby, look out, cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside.